This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, backing America's sustainable sugar producers. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. Northern Corn Belt producers, along with ones in California, western Texas, and the lower Mississippi River Valley, saw the biggest benefits from the 2019 market facilitation program. Speaking on the sidelines of the National Association of State Directors of Agriculture Winter Policy Conference, Texas Agriculture Commissioner Sid Miller says the payments helped, but farmers in his state ultimately want market access. The old days of us paying a farmer not to plant a crop is, is not there anymore. Uh, but occasionally we, we do have to come in. We, we need to make sure that our farmers stay in business. It, it's a matter of national security. If we get to the point where we're dependent on some other foreign nation to feed us, uh, we'll lose all of our liberties. USDA data obtained by AgriPulse reflecting payments as of February 19th shows Lubbock County, Texas, the hub of one of the world's largest cotton-growing regions, received more money than any other county at $47.2 million. That total includes all three tranches of the $14.3 billion in MFP payments that were made for the 2019 crop year. The final round of payments went out earlier this month. Read more at agripulse.com. Farmers tell Congress the U.S.-China trade war has negatively impacted profitability on their operations. Tim Defoe of Crookston, Minnesota, told the House Ways and Means Committee today the U.S. is now nearly two years into a trade war they were told would be good and easy to win. While there are some good provisions in the Phase 1 deal addressing non-tariff trade barriers, those are at best singles when we need a home run. Similarly, the administration's trade mitigation payments, while they are welcome to many struggling farmers, including myself, they do nothing to alleviate the long-term consequences of this trade war. Why are we being paid not to sell to one of the fastest-growing markets in the world? Our competitors are filling the void. Illinois Farm Bureau President Richard Gebert Jr. says farmers can't make ends meet with the current low prices. You'll note that the number of farm bankruptcies are on the rise. Farmers have less purchasing power. And despite the passage of tax reform and its enhanced farm equipment, expensing provisions... Farmers are pretty much out of the market for new equipment. Tariffs on steel have increased the cost of grain storage. All of this has impacted the rural economies. Giebert says he's patiently waiting for the Phase 1 China trade deal to provide an economic lift for American agriculture. House members and potato growers are pushing the Senate to take up a bill reforming ag guest worker provisions in the H-2A visa program. National Potato Council President Britt Raybould says potato growers need a consistent workforce to be successful. Particularly for the potato industry, as much as we've you know, had uh, additional automation make things easier, we still need folks. We still need folks who are willing to you know, stand on the lines to clean the crop as it goes into storage. We still need folks to drive the trucks to bring the crops in from the field. And the reality is, is that you know, that generation of farm labor is, is getting older and is retiring, and we don't see the next generation uh, as interested in, in stepping into those particular jobs. The House bill would expand the age to a visa program from being a seasonal program, year-round workers would be eligible for a three-year visa under a special new CAPT program. The Trump administration may have decided how it will handle a Tenth Circuit court decision remanding small refinery exemptions. Spencer Chase has more from San Antonio. The drama surrounding the Trump administration's use of small refinery exemptions from the renewable fuel standard could be coming to an end. According to Bloomberg, the White House plans to implement a Tenth Circuit ruling striking down three SREs nationwide. Sources contacted by AgriPulse could not confirm the administration's thinking on the issue. 
Kevin Ross is the president of the National Corn Growers Association. He says if this ruling is implemented nationwide, NCGA will need to have further discussions with the Environmental Protection Agency about critical details. We're going to have to you know, really determine what is the level that we're happy with. Because, you know, at some point, you gotta, we got to move on. we got to set this policy, and they've got to say, hey, we screwed up, yeah, here's, let's, let's get these gallons moving and move on. And at that point, we can talk as corn farmers about all the other demand portfolios and things that, that we need to, to work in as well. Ross says NCGA wants to see the use of 15 billion gallons of conventional corn ethanol after SREs are accounted for. Reporting from the Commodity Classic in San Antonio for AgriPulse, I'm Spencer Chase. That's all for today's Drive Time, brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, supporting America's sugar farmers and workers as they continue to build a brighter future by producing sugar sustainably. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.